When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host and senior editor behind the SteelCurtain.com with you for another Monday, Wednesday, and Friday Let's Ride podcast. I really thank you for taking some of your time to spend your Wednesday or part of your Wednesday, or maybe it's Thursday, with me. You might be thinking, wow, this is Wednesday's show. The sound quality is so much better than the normal shows because normally he's live. I'm not live. Uh, due to some scheduling issues, I am I was not able to go to the Spotify green room as I typically do and talk to some fans. And to be quite honest with you, I, I was really hoping that the Spotify green room app would give my ride or die crew a little bit of a voice. And I've talked to some great people, and I'm not saying that's bad. But at the same time, I always I thought it was going to be a little bit better. Just being completely honest here, I thought it was going to be a little bit better. So with that said. I decided, I was like, you know what, tonight I've got a scheduling conflict anyways. Let's do this old school. Let's do it old school. What do I mean by that? If those that remember last season, every Wednesday podcast, I would just do I would do mailbag. I would do a mailbag on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. And every, I guess, Tuesday afternoon, I did a little bit earlier on Tuesday this week, I would just put out a question. Hey, who's got Steeler questions? I'd love to answer them in the second half of the show is when I would dive into that Twitter mailbag, and that's exactly what I'm going to do today. But before we get to that, 
I want to make sure that you understand that BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Steelers, and we have something very special happening today and for the next several days on the website. What we're getting ready to debut is called the Training Camp Confidential. Now, when I started with Behind the Steel Curtain, this was before I became the editor. Neil Coolong was the editor, and he did what was called the Renegade. It was a lead up to training camp, and we would do like a story every hour for 24 hours. Okay, that was great. It was great. It was something we could really hype up. And then when I took over, he wanted to take the Renegade with him to his new website. Fair enough. It was his idea. So I decided to come up with my own idea called the Training Camp Confidential, but I wanted to change it a little bit. We didn't do one story every hour based on the fact that I didn't want a story to publish at 11 p.m. on the East Coast time. I felt like it would be a waste of an article. So what I decided to do was to have it be a multiple day where there's a series of stories and we'll house all those stories in one specific spot on the website. So tomorrow, probably around noon, I will have on the website the official Training Camp Confidential stream. Now, the stream just means that all the stories that go into the Confidential will be in that stream, and you'll be able to find them all in one easy place. And I'll have that. It will never move. It's called pinned on our actual website. So I will pin that to the website so that everyone that's like, oh, what's this Training Camp Confidential all about? You can check it out right there. And we will start this on Wednesday. Why? Because the Pittsburgh Steelers start their first have their first padded practice And it's the first practice where fans will be in attendance, and it's hard to believe since 2019. In 2019, they were at St. Vincent College in Latrobe. They're not there, but they're at Heinz Field, and fans will be there watching training camp practice for the first time since 2019. It's pretty incredible. Pretty incredible when you think about it. So on top of the training camp confidential, I can't not remind you about the fact that today, Wednesday, uh, around noon, Jeremy Betts' new show the Steelers fantasy football fix. And I've already listened to it. I previewed it really good stuff. Got to give it. It's all about quarterbacks. You got to give it a listen. Give our boy, Jeremy, who's a member of the ride or die crew, by the way, give him some love and listen to that show. Follow him on Twitter. And, um, if you're a fantasy football guy, cause Hey, for me, I'm not traditional fantasy football. I can't stand it. It's too time consuming anymore. And you and I always hated about it. No one would ever trade. No one would ever trade. They'd always, oh, I like my picks too much. Get out of here with that stuff. Seriously. Uh, Let's wheel and deal here. So I do daily fantasy football, and he is going to be talking about daily fantasy as much as he is traditional. He's talking about it all, especially the Pittsburgh Steelers and who you could be drafting in this upcoming fantasy draft that you might have with coworkers or family or maybe just a random league. Doesn't matter. What I want to talk about today in the first half of the show is I want to answer this question. Have the expectations for the 2021 Steelers changed? Now I'll say that again. Have the expectations for this upcoming Steelers team changed? So I wanted to think, I was thinking about this, and I was like, okay, what were the expectations earlier in the offseason? And a lot of those expectations were, you know, focusing on the players that were lost in free agency, whether it's Matt Filer, Bud Dupree, uh, Cam, I'm sorry, not Cam, Mike Hilton, uh, you know, Alejandro Villanueva. The players lost also included players that were released or retired, like Vance McDonald, Marquise Pouncey, David DeCastro, Steven Nelson. That's a lot of names that I just rattled off, and I don't, I know I missed some. 
I know I miss some. So you have these players lost, and that immediately took everyone's expectations and kind of pushed them down a little bit. And then on top of that, it was the inexperience at certain positions, like the offensive line with all those players that were lost. You talk about the inexperience in someone like Alex Highsmith, who has never been a starter in the National Football League at outside linebacker. You also had the narrative of an aging quarterback with Ben Roethlisberger going into his 18th year, 39 years old. Can he get the job done? We know that they also, the Steelers started 11-0 last year, and then they squandered the rest of the season away in December outside of that win against Indianapolis. They were one and done again in the postseason. Can an aging quarterback still get the job done? And then you talk about the 17-game season. It's a little bit longer. No more 500. That's not an option anymore. And I looked at the over-under earlier in the season in terms of total wins for the Steelers, and most sites had them around 8.5. About 8.5. So that was then. What about now? What about now? What's changed? Has anything changed? Have the expectations changed? Because let's be honest, when I looked over all that stuff, the players lost, the inexperience, the aging quarterback, a 17-game season, the over-under wins is like 8.5. The expectations were not tremendous. We'll put it that way. They were not high. No one was sitting there thinking, oh, man, are we going to, geez, are the Steelers going to win a Super Bowl this year? I'm the most optimistic fan you'll probably ever meet, ever. And even I was saying, shoot, let's just get to the playoffs. (laughs) Can we just get into the playoffs? Like that That was the expectation. Has it changed? Let's talk about it. If you're talking about players lost, I think now you have to talk about players gained. And that's not just, you know, re-signing Cam Sutton, bringing Juju Smith-Schuster back, re-signing Zach Banner, um, players like that. Not that there's anything wrong with those. I think you also have to look at who they else they brought in. So you cut David DeCastro, you bring in Trey Turner. On paper, that's a good move. I understand that The game's not played on paper, but that's a good move. Then you go and you bring in Melvin Ingram. That's a good move. I think that the players gained and retained. It softens the blow of the players lost. And that's important to state. I think that when you're talking about this whole scenario of expectations, it definitely helps when you bring in a Melvin Ingram. When you have a Trey Turner that you can lean on now as a veteran on the offensive line. Talk about the aging quarterback. If the aging quarterback is an issue that was dealing with the expectations earlier in the offseason, I feel like Ben Roethlisberger has done everything that he can without actually getting onto the field and winning games because the season hasn't started yet. He's done everything that he can outside of winning games to prove that this is, for him, Maybe it's his last ride, but he's taking it 100% serious. He looks like he's in great shape. He was at every single OTA workout. He was at mandatory minicamp. He's been everywhere. He's been present, and I think that matters. He's in great shape. Everyone, and this is not just Ben, is saying that his arm looks strong, uh, maybe as strong as ever in terms of since his elbow surgery. And let me just state that how many times, I, I can't say this enough, And I know that I have a unique perspective as a personal trainer, as someone that teaches, you know, the health and the body and and all that stuff. When you're talking about someone, anyone, 
that has surgery to completely reconstructure a joint. I don't care if it's a knee. I don't care if it's a shoulder, if it's a hip, if it's a back. In this case, it was an elbow. If you can seriously say, oh yeah, in a calendar year, you'll be right back to where you were before the surgery. You are insane. You're insane. You might feel great. You might be able to do all of the things that you once loved to do, but you will not be the same person for at least probably close to two years. And that's if you have proper rehab, you're taking care of yourself, you're eating well, you're training your body, you're really helping the rehabilitation process along. And so Ben Roethlisberger, when he made the comment earlier this training camp, it might have been a mini mini camp, I can't remember which one, where he said, you know, I felt like I kind of got run down a little bit. I felt like I kind of got run down at the end of the season. Some people kind of freaked out about that. I did not. I said, I, I would expect that to happen. I would expect Roethlisberger to have a little bit of fatigue, not just in his elbow, but also in his lower body. This guy went in week two in 2019 and blew out his arm. He has surgery a couple weeks later. And then all of a sudden starts this very rigorous rehab. And Ben's a guy that, and I think a lot of quarterbacks are like this, and even pitchers, in the offseason, they don't throw a lot. If you're thinking that these quarterbacks are out on the field throwing 200 footballs, no, they don't. That doesn't mean that, that everyone just completely steps away from football and doesn't throw anything. But at the same time, they have to understand they have to let their arm heal. They have to get rebuild that strength, the endurance. Ben's in good shape now, and I think he's in great shape from an arm perspective, and that really does matter. And I think that fans are going to see that in 2021. Maybe it was tough to see last season based on the fact that he was getting rid of the ball so fast, they were winning football games, it kind of reared its ugly head towards the end. But I think that this season you're going to see a different Ben Roethlisberger, and that's pretty cool. Uh, now you think about the nine, the win totals. It's gone from about 8.5 anywhere up to 9.5 in terms of over-under win totals. That shows you that at least a lot of books, the betting line is moving in the a positive direction, positive for the Steeler fan. They are expecting them to win more games. Now, I've gone on record in saying I think this is a double-digit win team. That could mean that they're 10-7. and seven. That could mean they're 11-6. and six. But still, that's my own personal belief about this upcoming season. So have the expectations changed? I don't think this is found in a number, in a statistic, or in a narrative. This comes down to the individual. This comes down to you, me, listening to this, thinking about it, and then saying, have your expectations for this team changed? So at the beginning of the offseason, if I sat there and said to myself, just get into the playoffs, that, that would be great. It would be a great season. Am I saying something different now? The answer is yes, I am. I am changing the expectations. The expectations for me now, I'm looking at this team and saying, it's not just getting into the playoffs. I feel like this team should be competitive. I feel like this team should be good enough to, and look, the AFC North is, it's nasty. It's nasty. It's really good. And I'm I, anyone that wants to say, well, the Browns stink, the Browns are going to be competitive. They're going to be in every game that they play. Like it or not, that's reality. 
We hate the Ravens, but they're going to be good. And Cincinnati, as much as we like to kick the Bungles when they're down, with Joe Burrow, if he can stay healthy, he has some really good weapons to throw to. Can he stay healthy? It depends on if that offensive line can protect for him. So you look at that, I look at the Steelers, I think they should be vying for an AFC North championship again. I think they should be punching their ticket and maybe having the option in week 18 to rest players again. That's the expectation now. Do I think this team could win a Super Bowl? Heck, anybody can win if you get in. The one thing for me that I really hope that we see with this Steelers team, and this, this hasn't happened in a really, really long time, and that is they're playing their best football at the end of the season. That's what I want to see. That's what I really want to see, is at the end of the season, they are really starting to kick it in, finding their groove, and just starting to really put the pedal down. The last time that happened, that I can really remember it happening, well, we know in 2005, they got hot at the right time. And I'd say in 2009, they got hot at the right time. But then there have been other seasons that didn't end the way that we all hoped, that they were playing their best football at the right time. I think back to, shoot, it was the, if Brian Anthony Davis were here, he would yell at me. I think it was 2015. Uh, that might have been the year that, um, no, it wasn't 2015. I think it was 2017 when the Steelers were playing the Bengals. It was the crazy wild card game where they came back. Vontez Perfect hit, knocked out Antonio Brown. They go to Denver. They were competitive there. They look like they might even win the game. Isaac Redmond's fumble. I'm, I'm not sure if that's the same season. but <laughs> I'm trying to think about times that this team has been playing the right football at the right time. It's been a while. We'll put it that way. It's been a while. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to be answering all my Ride or Die Cruise questions. That's tough to say. Ride or Die Cruise questions. I'm going to answer them all right after this break. Stay tuned. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of Let's Ride. I'm your host, Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and we are getting ready to dive into that Twitter mailbag. My Ride or Die crew did not let me down. I got to be honest, I was sweating a little bit. I put this tweet out earlier in the morning, earlier than I usually do, and I only had like one person ask a question. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not going on the Green Room app tonight. I can't. So I can't rely on someone to call in and, and help with this show. And then I retweeted it, and then it started to catch fire. So here we go. Believers says, with the good reports of Friar Heath, I think he's talking about Friar Muth, obviously, can we expect to see him more than Ebron? I mean, he can actually block and catch. I think that 
depending on how Fryermuth does, and remember, the, the pads are going on for the first time today, Wednesday. So with that being said, if Fryermuth can block and prove that he is capable in that regard, I would not be shocked if you see Matt Canada have certain offensive packages, maybe not a lot, but certain offensive packages where Fryermuth is on the field and Ebron is not. I don't think, from what I've read and what I've talked to people that know more about it than I do, Canada is not a big proponent of the two tight end set. So we'll see how this division of labor between Ebron and Fryermuth goes down. It's going to be something to watch. Good question. All right, so Paul asks, I really liked the recent news that Matt Canada seems to plan to involve Derek Watmore in the offense. What positive effects would utilizing Derek Watmore have from your perspective? Hashtag ride or die crew. Thank you, Paul. So I think here, I'm looking at this and, and utilizing Derek Watt. Do you, you can't utilize Derek Watt as a pass catcher, as a route runner, unless you use Derek Watt first as a run blocker. I hope that makes sense. If they don't use Derek Watt as a fullback in the traditional sense, line up in the backfield, shuffle your feet, create a hole. If they don't use him there, then it's nothing else will work. No one's going to bite on a Derek Watt wheel route if he's never in the game and then suddenly gets inserted into the lineup. This is the predictability that had Randy Feetner written. It was horrible. It was horrible. And so based on that, I think it's important that if they can use him in the traditional sense, then they can start to expand. That's how, like, you think about um, John Kuhn, who played up in Green Bay for all those years. Uh, Even Dan Kreider for the Steelers back in the Jerome Bettis era, the Bill Cowher era. Kreider was used enough that you were good to have that little, you know, you fake the handoff, you turn, and, and... Dan Kreider would just kind of release out in the flat and you connect there. It's an easy five to 10 yard gain. You have to be able to use him the way you're supposed to first, and then you expand. So that's a good question, Paul. Okay. Next question from Justin. If the Browns end up cutting greedy Williams, do you believe the Steelers will scoop up another castaway Browns cornerback and rejuvenate his career? Well, Justin, I am not in the know when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. I'll be completely honest with you and greedy Williams. I know he's been hurt a lot, But would the Steelers be interested? I think they would be. Would they get him on the waiver wire? Probably not. There's going to be teams that are much higher on that uh, waiver wire. I'm sure they would take him. But, yeah, Greedy Williams could be a really good cornerback. He's been plagued with injuries, though, for sure. All right. Let's go to the next one. Mendez says, any guesses on a surprise cut by the end of camp? Surprise cuts. Hmm. If I'm thinking about a surprise cut, it would uh, remember these are not players like um, no one would be surprised if Jordan Berry gets cut. Why they drafted a punter? Okay, so that that would be obviously it wouldn't be a shocker. No one would be surprised if Jalen Samuels gets cut. Why they drafted Najee Harris? There's only, they're only going to keep so many running backs. So if I'm thinking about a surprise cut, I'm going to go and say that if somehow B.J. Finney were cut. Um, let's say that they, they feel like JC Hasnauer is better at backup center and Kendrick green is the starter and at guard. They like someone like Rashad coward more and BJ Finney getting cut would be a surprise for sure. On the defensive side, if I were to try to give you a defensive player, that would be a surprise cut. I'm going to go with Isaiah Loudermilk. 
If Isaiah Loudermilk doesn't make the team, it would look awful for the organization. They traded into the fifth round to get him. They gave up a fourth-round pick in 2022's draft, but I think that's why it would be so shocking. So there you go, Mendez. That's my answer. Pitt Sportbot said, Is this the last year for Ebron if Pat Fryermuth shows out? Do you see a future with them both on the team? You know, Ebron had all those, when they redid his contract, he had all those void years. Could he return? He could. I think he does like it in Pittsburgh. I just don't know about the cost. And if Fryermuth is that future at tight end, do you need an Eric Ebron? I'm going to say that this is Eric Ebron's last year in Pittsburgh, and then he will find a new team for 2022. Brian Haynes, he asks, why are you mo- what, who are you most looking at during training camp? Okay, so I'm not going to training camp. If anyone out there is listening and they are going to training camp, please let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. I would love for you, especially if you're close, get some video. It can be a cell phone video, but if they're doing like red zone and red zone work and they're going to your end zone where you're sitting, take some film, send it my way. I would love to see it. I would use it. I would put an article out about it. Um, hopefully you able, maybe you're able to do that. But who am I most looking forward to at training camp? I really want to see you know, all these players have been talked about. Your time at Fryermuth has been getting a lot of publicity. Um, earlier in mandatory minicamp was James Pierre. I want to see Najee Harris. <laughs> that might sound crazy, and some people might be like, oh my gosh, Jeff, that's such an obvious answer. But we haven't seen him yet. He's a first-round draft pick. I want to see him with pads on. I want to see him just making fools look silly. And I'm excited for him, not just in training camp, but also in the preseason. That's who. If I'm again, if I'm going to give you a defensive player that I'm really looking forward to seeing, that's obviously someone that I, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the cornerbacks, whether it's Ant or defensive backs, Antoine Brooks Jr., Arthur Millette, James Pierre, even just my boy Justin Lane. Even my boy Justin Lane. I'd love to see this. Brian asked two more questions. He said, can we expect Tuzar Skipper to return as a camp body? No, I wouldn't think so. Not after bringing in Melvin Ingram. I wouldn't say that you want to bring in a Tuzar Skipper um, as a camp body. I don't know. Yeah, not not at this juncture. Not at this juncture for sure. Last question for Brian. He said, are we getting a BTSE slash ride or die crew gathering for a game? Well, Brian, to be completely honest, and that's not a bad question. And one thing that really irked me about how everything went down with the pan- pandemic, and it's it's no one's fault. I'm not blaming the pandemic. It just is why it didn't happen. In 2020, that was the year the Steelers didn't have a first-round draft pick. Remember Chase Claypool? Everyone, I think people forget. He was a second-round pick. And we had decided – since myself, Dave, and Brian all live very close in proximity to one another in the same town, we decided, because there's a Permani Brothers in our town, that we were going to host a draft party. And so it was just going to be a, everyone get together, we're going to watch the draft, we're going to have fun, we're going to laugh, we're going to tell stories. We were going to do a live feed from the Permani Brothers. Uh, I know Brian Anthony Davis he had a connection with one of the managers at Permanis, and they were going to give us like this back room and reserve it. It was going to be awesome. And we actually had a lot of people on YouTube that are part of our live chat that watch every live podcast in the afternoon and evening. They were going to come. 
They were going to make the trip. Some people were closer to Pittsburgh. Some people weren't that far. Some people were in Virginia. But there were a lot of people that said, yes, I would go. Well, then obviously everything gets shut down, and we have to cancel it. And we do have responsibility. So, Brian, you asked about a game. I haven't been to a game in a long time. I haven't been to a game, um, shoot, I think it was 2012? Was the I think that's the year they started 0-4, where they went over to England and played the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I was the NBC fan of the week that year. I saw the Chicago game for free on Sunday Night Football. That was week three, I believe. Um, could be wrong. Could be could have been week four. But still, um, I, I saw two games that season and haven't been back since. And the reason why is I have so much to do for the website that I need to be here. Uh, and I do so much that it would be difficult. And I know Dave Schofield, he does go. And so I know that he has done meetups and stuff. And he and Brian, they did some meetups uh, last two years ago, obviously 2019 when the Buffalo game. But I just don't get time. I don't get to go to the games anymore. I, I have to write the recap. I have to do a lot of, of behind-the-scenes stuff. I have to get ready for the post-game podcast. Uh, there's just so much stuff that goes on, and you know that's part of the job. That's part of the job. I get paid to do this, and so I'm not complaining at all. I'm not complaining at all. I don't want it to come off that way. Uh, if I had a chance to go to a game, would I go? I don't know. I, I like being here with my family. I like not having to sit in traffic, driving three and a half hours to Pittsburgh. So it is what it is. Last question came via email. Came via email, and it was about Avery Williamson. They said they asked, "Do." Do you think that the Steelers will sign Avery Williamson? Which is a great question. And I I think that he's definitely on their radar. And the fact that, you know, Dave Schofield reports that the Steelers have more cap space than we thought. They put void years in both Trey Turner and Melvin Ingram's contracts. That gives them more space to maneuver things this year. I wouldn't be shocked if they bring back Avery Williamson. You could use an Avery Williamson. Robert Spillane, nothing against that guy, but you could use an Avery Williamson who played there last year. He's more of a Vince Williams type. Devin Bush is there. As long as Devin Bush is there, then you can have an Avery Williamson go and tackle the ball carrier. Okay, so I wouldn't be shocked if they do sign him. Am I predicting that they sign him? I'm not predicting anything with this team just yet. Okay? All right, folks, that about does it. For those of you that followed me on Twitter that participated in the Q&A that gave me questions. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. My Ryder Die Crew is the best. Remember, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It should be your one-stop shop. We have the Training Camp Confidential starting Wednesday. And then also, wherever you get your podcasts or Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow so you don't miss a thing. One of those things is my are my Training Camp Recap Podcast. If you haven't heard them yet, go check them out. I do one every single time the Steelers have a practice in which case they will have one the rest of this week. They have Sunday off. So you'll hear me not just for my Monday, Wednesday, Friday, ride or die, my ride or die, my let's ride podcast, but also for my recap, the training camp recap. So check those out. All right, that does it for me. You know how we always finish it out here. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. Friday, go Steelers. Turn 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.